Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to Achtung Noor, broadcasting from the beautiful South Berlin, except no South Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Achtung Noor. My name is Nick Hart. You join me at the Ben prior to the Bristol City match in the midst of the high emotion of the John Berylson video just been displayed to the crowd. The Berylson family are currently on the pitch. You can hear the uh, the acclaim of the crowd, have a listen to this. Very, very emotional video. The uh, new media team have done a superb job in putting that together. Uh, very emotional situation. I understand that James Barrison, the new chairman, John's son, obviously, has been doing the rounds outside, shaking the hands of fans. The den is utterly packed at the moment. I'm up in block one. Um, it must be a very, very touching, moving thing to be out there on the pitch at the moment for the family. Um, superb, superb banner opposite me on the uh, Dockers stand. Thank you, JB, Mill Forever, over the Stars and Stripes. The Stars and Stripes itself is flying high over the den at half-mast alongside the St George's Cross and the, the club flag. Here come the two teams, dear listeners, in the middle of all this high emotion. We've got a football match, Mill playing Bristol City. Let's draw a veil over the uh, midweek depression. This is not a day for worrying about that, of that uh, League Cup exit at the hands of Reading's under-21 side. Your Millwall team this afternoon, dear listeners. Unchanged from Middles Palace. Uh, Sarkic, Danny Mack, Murray Wallace. Fit to start today. Sean Hutch, Jake Cooper. Up front, this bit. Billy Mitchell, Zian Fleming, Joe Moore, Duncan Whitmore and Kaspar Denoran. Unchanged from Middles, my dear listeners. I'm high in Birdshit Corner. Um, thankfully, not as bird shitty as it was on Tuesday night. It has been personally cleaned. So, uh, my fear of avian flu has been reduced, if not entirely dissipated. But certainly, I can stand up here and bring you uh, my take on proceedings this afternoon. It's been um, a very emotional start to a football match. You can hear the, uh, the noise in the stadium, dear listeners. Both teams bringing Reeves out to the centre of the pitch. I think there's going to be a minute's applause prior to the start of the game. And then we're on for the football. I I just hope the football matches up to the prelims, dear listeners. That's all I can say.
Millwall fans capture the moment. That's suitably um, suitable for uh, the situation, isn't it, dear listeners? <laughs> surrounded it's an american theme show today this is i'm surrounded in block one by members of the the uh, texas christian university uh, the horned frogs um there's a huge grouping of uh, basketball team on tour they've been doing a european soccer games i suppose um and they've pitched up at millwall today so they've certainly chosen um, a big one that's for sure Looks like Millwall will be defending the cold blow lane end in the first half, so therefore attacking the away end in the first half. Today, not entirely the away end, of course. There are two blocks down there full of Millwall fans. Um, the the, the Venerable Bede had it that way in his Anglo-Saxon chronicle all those centuries ago in the uh, 9th century Lindisfarne Monastery listeners. That's how he wanted it. He wanted it that way and he said so. It's going to be uh, Bristol to kick us off in red. Lions, of course, in dark blue. One thing about that midweek debacle on Tuesday night is it can't get any worse, can it? The Bristol get us away. I had myself some pre-match pie mash. I got here early today, listeners, for one or two bits and pieces. And I had myself some pie mash off the Manzies store. I don't want to turn this into like a consumer complaints um, show. But uh, I wasn't impressed. If I'm going to be honest with you, I, wasn't, I wouldn't buy it again. Um, free kick there for Duncan Watmore on the right, just inside the Bristol half. Yeah, Stone Cold first one. I sent that one back, and the pie is Stone Cold. Second one was moderately warmer, but um, rather uh, gunky, gunky. Wasn't like the thing, you, real thing you get in the shop. So I'm not sure about the Manzies double double stand at the um, cold blow end. Tell me your thoughts and feelings on it. We've come to six and a half minutes. This is the free kick from Joe Bryan. It's sprayed wide as Jake gets on the end of it there. It's gone back the wrong way, unfortunately. The players are wearing special shirts with JB's moniker on, on the shirts. You might have seen that on social media. Normally for these programmes, I'll do some notes for myself, listeners. I didn't get it together today, unfortunately. So I'm, I'm purely depending on the... Uh, the imagination and the uh, things that go through my head today. I normally have some notes relating to recent uh, events at the den, but nothing for me today. So uh, apologies if you find it, you know, dull by comparison, or maybe more exciting. I don't know. You tell me. Lovely taken turn, Billy Mitch finds Casper Denor midfield. Comes towards 15 and a half minutes, looking at 16 shortly. This is Danny Mack. That's, that's slightly, you know, he's got down there. It's going to be a Millwall throwing, Millwall throwing. 
right-sided throw-in, just about two or three yards short of the right corner flag. As we pass 16 minutes, looks like it's going to be a Zian long throw, listeners. Never terribly effective. I'm hoping this will be the uh, commentator's curse that makes it effective, because normally they're not terribly effective, in my opinion. Anyway, let's see what we find here. Zian Fleming rolls back out to him on the right side. Decent little cross there, it's Murray. Goalkeeper takes 16 and a half minutes. Murray almost did a suicide ball there, but somehow we recover it just. But now Foster a red shirt. This is Bristol looking to break down the right side. 21 on 20 minutes. Balls into the middle. That's gone through Sean Hutchinson. We've got a player lurking behind him. More by luck than judgment, I fear. But uh, it's gone for a throw in from Millwall on the, on the right side. That was a close call. Ball across our six yard box on 20 minutes. Um, it hit Hutchinson and kind of skidded away from the, the following in Bristol. That could have been a goal there for Bristol. As it is, we survived. We dodged that bullet, dear listeners. I was thinking on Tuesday night, I don't know if I said in the previous show, apologies if I did, but um, the way that Joe Bryan holds himself and conducts himself on the football field reminds me a lot of Ian Dawes' 1988 classic side, first division side. He's got the same kind of look. This is Duncan Watmore. He spreads play to Danny Mack. Lovely little... It's inside to Duncan Watmore. What can he do? Shot block. That was uh, a Brazilian style feint there by Zian Fleming. Wonderful moment. I thought Duncan Watmore had a chance there, but the shot was blocked. 21 minutes. Bit by far the best move, middle move of the match so far, dear listeners. Well escorted back by Jake Cooper there. The Bristol uh, forward looking for a penalty, but uh, I think the referee saw through that little ruse. So that was a brilliant, brilliant feint there and dummy by Zian Fleming. That's one for the highlights package if or when you get to see it. 24 minutes then comes the left-sided corner. It's bouncing around off the line. It's a chance for more to break. This is what Moore is being physically held back. That's got to be a yellow card. Crowd howling, howling. He was being rugby tackled there, listeners, as he broke away. Yellow card. Would have been a red any further forward, I think. As it is, it's a free kick from Millwall. Cynical, cynical stuff by the... Bristol away, who's now drawing the ire, the wrath, the comment of the crowd. Launches it left to right, as we previously, uh, Jake gets down to it, it's bouncing around. Nisbet loops it over the bar. At a moment's, moment's um, chance there. Ticking towards 25 minutes, dear listeners. Mill looking better in the last few minutes or so. Um, not huge amounts to report from the game overall. One or two... Uh, chances and moments without really anything any really uh, anything taking materializing overall lines have looked sharper as it's gone along and Bristol haven't really threatened at our end but that's uh, we don't want to tempt lady fate do we dear listeners she haunts us always at the den laughing at us oh Hutch as a mayor releases the 20 in front of goal Oh, he throws a bullet there, 32nd minute. He's still in possession on the left side. Absolute howler by Hutchinson. Falls to the eighth, shot is blocked. Talk about a self-inflicted error there, dear listeners. There was a moment there where the 20 was through on goal. As it is, we survived to live another day. 33 minutes, wow. Looks like some uh, medical thing going on over in the Coldblow Lane ends. The uh, first 18 running to something over there. Game is continuing. I don't know what's going on over there. Bristol in possession. 
33 and a half. The ball's flashed over the bar there. That's going to be a corner, left-sided corner. Looks like there's some uh, high-vis jackets in the crowd down there. They were running there with a the kind of urgency, but it, it, you know, something going off there. Then it comes, fished it away by near post ball there, fished away by, by Sarkic. It's gone for a right-sided corner. Will dodged the bullet there. There was a moment where the ball was loose. It was um, shot in at the right side near post and gone for a corner. My attention was drawn to the events in the crowd over there. Not sure what is going on. In comes the corner from the other side. It's hoof clear now. Deep into the Bristol half. Oh, I thought uh, Danny Mack was going to get, get penalised. There was a moment where the ball broke down the left. The Millwall attention generally is focused on what's going on behind the goal, I think. We've got to switch on. I thought that was um, a penalty for a moment. The referee hasn't given it, thankfully. He seems to be equally incompetent with both sides. But that looked like a, a shout, to be honest with you, listeners. We're on uh, 36 minutes at the moment. It's just a bit of a sense of um, lower nine what's going on behind the goal. Bristol spreading play. I think they're taking um, advantage to move the ball about a little bit, whilst there's a sense of um, unease. Bit of applause there. That's just... Someone's being taken away in the wheelchair. Life can uh, get back to the football. I think it's going to be OK, thankfully. Beautiful, beautiful take and turn by Kevin Nisbet. He gets it back on the, on the right edge of the penalty area. There's a wonderful bit of skill there as he tried to thread his way through. This is Billy Mitch now. We're on 37 minutes. Spreads play to Hutchinson on the right side. He puts the ball in into a, a red shirt, unfortunately. That was a wonderful bit of skill there by Kevin Nisbet. Ping-pong inside the middle half there. 39 minutes, comes towards 40 minutes. Bristol starting to look a bit dangerous, listeners. We need to get through the half-time unscathed, if possible. Reform in the second half. I think the um, introduction of the talent in the second half will certainly change our prospects. A beautiful ball spread by Casper Delors. He's been my man of the, of the half so far, dear listeners. Finds uh, Danny Mack, but unfortunately run into trouble over on the... Right side, ball spins away from Dan. It's gone for a Bristol throw-in. Last few seconds of the first half, for the very much extended time we'll have at the end of the, one minute. So no extended time, regular time, added mm -hmm. time. Beautiful inside ball there from Joe Bryan, finds Denoy. The referee blows the half-time whistle with us on the break. Mill players surrounding Keith Stroud, reinforcing his slaggishness. Crowd howls for why he didn't let that break continue. The minute was up, I guess. Mill having something to say. There he is, anyway. Half time, Mill nil, Bristol City nil, dear listeners. Achtung, Millwall. God bless Michael Avery for coming around at half time, checking on my bird shit situation. God bless you, Michael. It's all gone. Oh, no. Largely gone. Largely gone. There's a few patters here and there. <laughs> I'd say the, the risk of uh, avian flu is down about 10 to 15 percent now. Yeah, do uh, that's 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 tolerable for me. Yeah, it's, it's, it's still not great. No. But it'd be, it'd be more entertaining than that half of football anyway. <laughs> yeah, nothing much to report there, mate. Um, we I think we need pace and we need creativity, but then that's the last 50 years of my Millwall support. Yeah, we are. Uh, 
again, the same sort of thing. We seem to run out of ideas when we get to the final third, as we, we yes. did a few times. Yeah. A little season. moment of magic from Nisbet at one point. I thought we were on there. He did a kind of a Cruyff-style take and turn, but unfortunately, the, the bobble took it away from him. But apart from that, nothing much to report. We do need something extra. I mean, I imagine... The talent's going to come in the second half. And to be fair, apart from some last gasp, last gasp defending from Jake Cooper, we would have been right under the cross. I don't well, know we got I, lucky a couple of times. I don't know what Hodge was doing there, but I mean, the, 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 the thing that's getting me as well is that you, you look at the stats and you look at the possession stats and passing. But to be fair, to be fair to Mill to some degree, at Bristol City, they're, they're passing the ball a lot, but they're not doing anything with it neither. No, really. no, no, no. They, they're a possession, pass it around. So a bit like Swansea that we saw previously in the past, pass yeah. it, pass it, pass it. I mean, I, I take great comfort the fact we aren't two or three goals behind at half-time with a shambles of a defence in front of us. So, you know, we've improved from Tuesday night. Yeah, yeah, and also as well, I mean, as much as it pains me, because it's the old cliche, one of our own and all that kind of stuff, but if McNamara had some competition for for his place, would yeah. he be in the side? Because he's not, he's, he seems to be without, I don't want to sound too negative, but... He's struggling with any pass, just long than three, four, four yards. There was a little thing he's tried to do there a minute ago that yeah. didn't come off. Yeah. He's then tried to do a recovering header where he's launched himself at the ball and they've just dinked over his head and run off. Yeah. He just needs to be spotting the ball and calm down because we know what he can do as a player. We know what he I can do with the ball. It's the big occasion syndrome. He's Millwall through and through. And I think, like a lot, I think the start of the game, everyone was a bit under the, under the cosh from the pre-match events, which incidentally, uh, while I got here, it was really, really well done by the club. Yeah, excellent, excellent. And I also want to say full credit as well uh, to all those who came round to the awning to get all the badges. All the badges, and, yeah, there you go, yeah. Sold really, really well. Um, and obviously the money's going to the Berrison Memorial Legacy Fund. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, huge thank you to everyone who came there. Um, and good to meet, meet people as well. Matt Richards, we met. Yeah. Barnsley, all those kind yeah, of guys yeah. so, who we know listen to the pod. So, yeah, nice to, nice to see you all as well. So thank you very much, everyone. Nice one. Second half, dear listeners, middle to kick off. Cold blow lane in, facing. Need to liven it up from that first half. It was rather drab, in all honesty. It's not going to excite many of the uh, punters around me. And then it didn't excite me tremendously. We had one or two half moments of uh, near chances, but uh, nothing huge to report in that first 45 minutes. Anyway, the game is underway. The Lions are attacking the cold blow lane end. Let's get some opinion from Texas for the podcast. Hello, sir. What's your What's name? What's going on? My name is Jalen Perrin. All the way from uh, the Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. Fort Worth, Texas. Yes, sir. First trip to Europe? So first trip to Europe, yes. My first trip. And you've come to Millwall. Um, uh, what are you making of proceedings so far? <laughs> it's been a great contest. It's competitive. Yeah. I think Millwall just needs to open up some better opportunities to score. But other than that, they're doing well. We, we, need, we need more skill on the ball. Um, lots of toing and throwing. Bristol passed the ball a lot, but... We don't have any creativity. We don't have any imagination on the ball, do we? That's very true. I think we're just trying to pick apart the defense and find an opening right now. You follow the uh, soccer in, in the U.S.? You're a fan? No, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm a big fan, but I don't follow it that much. Okay. Huge okay. fan, though. Yeah, yeah. yeah Roger. And you bring what other eventually? I'm a, Bull, I'm a Red Bulls fan. I'm from New Jersey, so we're near okay. New York. So okay. I'm, used to, I'm familiar with some of the teams. So you're touring Europe. You're, you're doing some uh, yeah, we're, trips. To... We're here on a, a foreign tour. So we, we, we went to France for five days, and we came uh -huh. to London right after. Play Did, teams see any both. sports in, in France or anything? No, no. First game to. Just a visit. Yes, sir. Here come Bristol, overlapping on the right side. 49 minutes, that's blocked in from the right side. I'm hoping you'll be excited when we make our substitutions later. I'm going to um, hold the excitement of the talent coming in for the, uh, the, the Americans around me, dear listeners, because we do need a bit of excitement. 
Crowd doing their best to get behind their side because at the moment it's looking a little bit um, lethargic, dear listeners. Bristol on the break now to 12, trying to work it through. It's cleared at the last by Murray Wallace. Ball into space by Zian Fleming. Into no one. 54 minutes, the crowd not happy, listeners. I think change must surely be a coming. Come towards 57 minutes. Deep free kick from Sarkic, deep in her own half. Ball's a bit of head tennis down at the Bristol end now. Too many red shirts in the way. There's been very little to report so far in the second half, listeners. The game, dear listeners, has been a buzzkill overall. It's 58 minutes. Obviously, we had the um, high emotion of the start, and then in a very Millwall style, we've managed to kill off any um, excitement. We do need to find something from somewhere. I can only imagine that's going to be the introduction of the, of the talent. 58 and a half minutes. But at the moment, there's uh, very little to report, very little incident in the second half at all. At the moment, it's comfortable for Bristol. So comfortable. The uh, young lady next to me is staring intently at her phone. That's how exciting the game is, listeners. How, have you enjoyed your trip to Millwall today? I have, I have. It's been <laughs> you don't have to be polite, either. <laughs> you can tell it straight. You know what? I'm not purely into it. But no. Like yeah, you're having me on. No. <laughs> Surely not. She's not really into it. It's kind of embarrassing, I'm sorry. <laughs> you enjoyed the soap opera before the start yeah, of the game. Yeah. <laughs> Carry on with your phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, it's all right. <laughs> I must admit, it's not a bad judgment based on what we've seen this afternoon, dear listeners. It's um, been a very dull, dull show. Um, Ticking towards 60 minutes now on the stadium clock. We do need to change matters. I'm hoping that Gary Rowett will see it the same way. Changes for Mill. Looks like Tom Bradshaw is going to come in. Bit of uh, effort is going to come in for Duncan Watmore. Not as effective, maybe, as last week at, at Middlesbrough, but certainly uh, maximum effort from Duncan Watmore. Tom Bradshaw will bring the same kind of um, approach. Oh, that was a moment of bubbles for the edge of the penalty. There's the six, puts it wide right. We dodged the bullet there, dear listeners. Edge of the penalty area, put it wide right. It was a kind of an angled shot. Three-man substitution for Bristol. 64 minutes. Crowd doing their best to put something into the dull proceedings. That's a free kick. We keep running into banks of red shirts, listeners. We are in possession. Another Attempted ball forwards from Murray has gone for a... No, not a throw. It's been picked up on the right by the Bristol uh, winger. It's their turn to come at us now. 66 minutes, halfway through the second half. And there was Nero's, damn it. Jake forced into uh, conceding on a right-sided corner there. A little bit of... Um, going to have to build a bit of understanding with the goalkeeper. I think he was going to come there and then didn't, and Jake, in the end, stumbled it. He's gone for a right-sided corner. 70 minutes, listeners. 
It's a mill free kick. Uh, Zian drawing a pop on the head. Free kick just inside the uh, Bristol half, just right of the centre circle. Danny Mack to take it. Here it comes. No one there, unfortunately. It falls to Denor. Catches it on the volley, but well wide, well wide. 72 minutes. This is Bristol coming down our left at number 11. Edge of the penalty area, shot. Oh, wide right, wide right. Thought that was in for one awful moment, listeners. 72 and a half minutes. Playing with my nerves, dear listeners. He's playing with my nerves. Surely we're going to see the talent, surely, dear listeners. Surely. Surely. Change it, Rowett, indeed. You can almost feel the crowd willing Edomo Imaku and Roman Essay to come into proceedings. Looks like this may be it. Let's have a look. Joel Savile's coming in. Looks like Roman and Edomo to come in too, dear listeners down there. Looking towards the 80th minute. Going to get 10 plus whatever extended time we get at the end of the game. Nisbet's coming out. He's played well today, but uh, ineffective, but he's looked good in moments. That's not a contradiction in terms. Edomo comes in, and here comes uh, Roman Essay. Has he left it too late? Would you, have, would you have played them earlier? You tell me. Why don't you send me your voice notes on a DM on Twitter? Press the little voice note thing in the bottom right-hand corner of the, of the uh, direct message on Twitter. Let me have your post-match thoughts, musings, rages, rants, whatever you want. Send them to me. Roman chasing down the 16 there. To the applause of the crowd, that's what they want to see. Hungry, hungry boy. 84 and a half minutes, five minutes of uh, what has been a very dull game, in all honesty, listeners. I mean, it's not huge amounts to report, as you would have detected across the breadth of this coverage that we've done today. All it takes is one moment of magic, however. We've got the players to do it now in Roman Essay, in Marku, Tom Bradshaw. And wouldn't it be nice to win a dull game rather than lose or, uh, you know, succumb to a nil-nil? A lot of aimless passing today. A lot of aimless passing. Joe Bryan coming down the left now with Marku. Bryan has got Essay on the inside of him. Is Essay, what can he do? Oh, he gets clipped on the edge of the penalty area. Surely a free kick. A yard short of the penalty area there as he was gliding through the centre of the Bristol defence there in the way that uh, Ramon can. It's just on the, uh, the left side of the D. Jules Savile standing over it. Jake Cooper standing over it. That's an intriguing moment. Referee pushing the wall back. Ticking towards the 88th minute now. Savile on target, loose. Danny Mack in there, bouncing around. Goalkeeper collects. 88 minutes. It was uh, running free for a moment. Savile took it. It was on target. Goalkeeper got down well to parry it low. Rolled loose. Danny Mack was in there, but unfortunately blocked at the last. Some beautiful work there by Romano. Say the crowd approving of that over on the far left side. It's gone for a throw-in, running through a sea of tackles there. It's gone past the 90-minute mark. Five minutes of added time. Say goodbye to the show. Thank you for coming on. Oh, bye. <laughs> They're all going home. Nice to meet you, mate. Take care. Well, that must have been an experience for the Texas Christian uh, University. I'm going to send a big shout out to the TCU for joining me on today's show. 
Um, not sure what the young lady next to me made of proceedings. It's been a fairly dull affair, let's be quite honest. Livened up a little bit late in the second half, but um, Millwall never really showing enough imagination. As it is, we've got, what, 90 seconds to go. It's the Bristol City long throw in from the left, right side. In it comes. Bodies flying. Okay, oh, it's a... Oh! Ball's loose. They slam it home from close to the death. Oh! The sucker punch, listeners. We've been waiting for it the whole game. Fucking hell. Ball came in from the right side, rolls loose, slammed home from, from close. You'll see it on the YouTube. Um, gutsy way to lose the game. Gutsy way to lose the game. What can we say about that? Um, we've waited a long while to bring in our most attractive players. Um, a game that was crying out for crying out for some creativity for the bulk of uh, the game. Uh, and then we've been hit by a sucker punch. That can happen, listeners. But you do wonder um, whether the likes of Imarca and Remain should have come in. Remain especially. I mean, the boy just has a, an ability to run with the ball and go past defenders that is uh, magical. I don't know if I'm overdoing it. I don't think I am overdoing it. I think when you get a rare talent like that, that you... Um, you should use it and um, there we are we we he, he waited till the 80th minute of a dead game dead rubber effective a dead situation of dead rubber as it is going to be bristol to go back down the end four with the three points oh booing um team gave everything that to give it was it was a dead situation it was that if you're going to boo anything boo the manager for not making the right changes till too late in the game then this was i think that's got to go down on gary rowett's bank account as um, an unnecessary loss not to come away from that uh, match with at least a nil nil he's very frustrated i think i've had enough of this this afternoon dear listeners so um we'll sign out there from the den nil nil bristol well I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, Nick. Angelo here, mate. Uh, just need my therapy to uh, get rid of my frustration after a shit show today. Um, just terrible, mate. Absolutely terrible. And, um, you know, the thing is, if we don't concede in the 93rd minute, we've got four points out of two games, out of six, and we'd have kept two clean sheets. And that is just a load of bollocks because um, we are just shit at the moment, mate. I've been to the two home games uh, on Tuesday night and obviously today. And I don't think we've had one clear chance. The football's been atrocious the last two games. Um, and things need to improve, mate. Sharpish. Absolutely sharpish. Because um, this, you know... Uh, <laughs> To go to go and watch that shit every week is just so frustrating, mate. Honestly, and um, you know it's just it's just weird we go around. Whenever we got a big occasion, if ever we got a big cup game, we can't lift the players. Today was one of the biggest occasions ever, and he can't lift the players. You know, Harris, Harris with the cup games, he used to lift everybody, and we used to do tremendous. Why is it Gary Rowett can't lift these players? I, I don't get it. I don't understand it. The only person today, the only player that come out with any credit was Casper Denor, who I thought was excellent. And no idea why he takes him off, because he, he didn't look tired to me. He was running around all over the place. So, God knows. The two star boys, why is he bringing them on so late? The guys that can... You know, get us off our seat, get the crowd going, get something moving. It brings them on too late. And um, uh, it's just terrible, mate, and uh, very, very frustrated. And, uh, you know, this myth about we're fucking strong at home is a lot of bollocks, mate. We are shit at home. Um, I don't know how many games we lost. You know, with a cup, I think we lost six, seven, eight games last season. It's just not good enough, mate. And... Um, Obviously, I'm, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people on Twitter, um, totally against this, uh, the five at the back, and um, yeah, it just doesn't work, does it? You know, I, I heard Gary Rout saying, "Oh, Luton went up with it, Sheffield United went up with it, but maybe their players are better adapted to it." You know, we need to go back to the four. End of. Yeah, end of. This stupid five at the back is rubbish, mate. And we haven't got the players to play out at the back, you know. Our three central defenders are not very good with the ball at their feet. So, yeah, very frustrated, Nick. And, um, and uh, yeah, just a disappointing uh, day. And uh, I was expecting a lot more for, for, the, for, the, for the Memorial Day for JB. But still love you, mate. So uh, let's roll on to next, uh, <coughs> next Sunday. All right, come on, you lines. Cheers, bye. Hi Nick, just thought I'd um, send in a voice note on that abysmal performance um, at home against Bristol. Only one person to blame here and that's Gary Rowett. Uh, what a ridiculous way to set up a team. 
you know, to play a game of football. What has this guy had for breakfast? I think he's trying to get sacked. I mean, right, you know, all right, he's, he's a so-called professional manager and I'm a know-nothing Mill supporter. But listen, I've been playing football all my life and I've been watching Millwall 50 years, right? And that qualifies me, I think, to have a few opinions on what I saw today. That was just the worst kind of football you could ever imagine, to be honest with you. I'm really angry. Because to have seven defensive footballers on the pitch, you know, and play your number 10 at right winger, well, I mean, I don't need to say any more than that, do I? Danny Mack is not a wing-back. Poor old Danny Mack, right? He's a very competent full-back who can overlap. Joe Bryan, on the other hand, seems to be, you know, growing into that position as wing-back. But why have you got two CDMs when you've got five at the back? Why have you got two stoppers, right, in front of three centre-backs? It's just rubbish. It's not going to work unless he changes properly and packs the midfield and plays a more attacking style of football, plays Zian Fleming a lot deeper so he can get on the ball and try to express himself, then it's going to be sayonara, mate, mid-table relegation battle. So my man of the match for me today was Joe Bryan. I thought he played well. I've got nothing really against the players, but Gary Rowett, man, I mean, blimey. You know, it's said with the best intent, but I don't know what you're trying to achieve there. Evidently, we've just heard from the post-match video that he was uh, going for a, a, a nil-nil draw after 70 minutes. You know, uh, pack up and take the point. Well, there you are. That sums it up. Because the other side, Bristol, bought on three attacking substitutes and they nicked the game. You know, and they played well. They moved the ball around. Uh, they were prodding and, you know, looking dangerous. And I just thought we were pretty awful, really, because we just could not play to that. I don't even know what system Gary Rout was playing. You know, that, that's what worries me. I don't even know what system he plays sometimes because I was watching the way we were playing in the second half and it was just all over the place, all over the place. So not really happy. Thoroughly cheesed off, really. Um, come on, you lions. Hello. Joe from Chicago here. Quite irritated before noon on a Saturday. Thanks, Millwall. Just really upset at the childish defending on the long throw-in. And why is it always Harry Cornick? At this point, can Millwall just sign him? Because he seems to be a thorn in our side. But the defending on that throw was terrible. It was a terrible game. And I really don't understand what is going on with the squad. Uh, I hope they get a nice kick in the tail because that was one of the more embarrassing weeks from a professional side that you will ever see between that match and the Reading match. Anywho, hope all are doing well. Everybody deserves to have a better way to spend their Saturday than watching that, and I hope you are all able to uh, salvage something out of your weekend. Hi, Nick. Um, Simon here. Um, just um, DMing you in after that um, performance, shall we say, against Bristol City. Um, 
That five at the back's got to fuck off, in it? There's just nothing there. If surely Tuesday night and today has shown Gary Rowett that five at the back at the den does not work, then there's no help in the guy. If you didn't see that result coming, are you even Millwall? I would say I'm shocked and surprised, but after the many, many years of supporting Millwall, nothing this, nothing this club does for me anymore surprises me. Um, big up for the tribute after, before the game. That was impeccable. Um, that was about the only good thing about the day, really. Anyway, onwards and upwards. Come on, you Lions. Hi, Nick. Um, oh, I just finished watching that from Australia in my front room. It was a tough, tough, tough watch. Um, lacking in um, quality from front to back. Uh, Pearson clearly had seen the Reading game, realised if you push us and press us, then we don't really have much many, many ideas going forward. And um, it was almost inevitable in the end when they put the one ball into the box and they scored the goal. It's just going to be a short one because it was that bad. And um, I wish I would have gone to bed. So from Australia, good night. Hi, Nick. Um, Lawrence here, long-time listener, uh, first-time caller. Um, where to begin with that, really? Uh, I suppose I'll start with the positives. Um, what little there were, um, I thought uh, all the prep uh, for, for the celebration of John's life was immaculately uh, put on by the club, and very well observed by both the home supporters and the, the visiting Bristol City fans. Um, I think I, amongst other people, struggled to hold back the tears a little bit, especially with the video, um, seeing John's family there. Um, what a wonderful effort by the club. Um, it makes you very, very, very proud to be a Mill supporter. Um, yeah, all the, all the good stuff aside, unfortunately, um, there wasn't really, really much to shout about today. Um, I would go into specifics. I think, I think you could call out a few individual performances that weren't on par with what we expect. Um, but I didn't, I didn't even think necessarily it was it was a problem with individuals. Um, I think back to Neil Harris, who I think is 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 quite a limited manager at this level. Um, but I do think if we had someone like Neil Harris in the dugout today, we would have seen a Mill side come out with a lot more fire and passion and and willingness to take the game to Bristol City. It's what the occasion deserves. It's, you know, it's what we didn't get. Um, I don't understand his fascination with five at the back. It doesn't work. The personnel hasn't changed, bar Joe Bryan. If it didn't work last season, it's not going to work now. Um, yeah, turgid. Awful. Um, sort of like, I, it could have been a lot worse. There was a really horrible moment in the first half in the South Lower where um, a bloke collapsed. And uh, everyone was screaming at the players and the ref to stop the game. Eventually, the ball did go out of play, um, and the current and the ref didn't didn't stop the game. Um, does does make me fucking laugh, you know, in in a, in a perverse way that if a player goes down with a back spasm, he gets a, a you know five minutes to make sure his back's right. He gets a nice little massage. One of ours goes down with a potential heart attack, and it's you know it's play on. You could see that Sarkic was affected. He didn't know what the fuck was going on. Um, yeah, 
also I don't think the ref got the memo about the time wasting stuff. Um, you know, I'm, I don't think Bristol City were a time wasting sort of side. In fact, I think they're actually trying to win the game and get on with it most of the time. But you know, there were several stoppages, um, and for some reason we only got one minute added on added on at the end of that first half. I don't really know what to make of Rowett. You know, I, I think I don't think you can argue with his record. Um, up there with probably one of our most successful managers of recent times, Bar McGee and Jacket. But the football is so turgid, it's so bad to watch. Um, and it doesn't seem to be getting any better. Um, he, you know, <laughs> Denor, it's only been one game, but he's probably a great player. I mean, who knows? But in that system, I mean, he might as well be anyone else. You know, <laughs> too many of those players are much for muchness in this system. Nisbet, absolutely isolated. Um, yeah. Esser, when he came on, Maku, brilliant. Willingness to run at, at defenders. Gave us something to cheer about, but, mate, it just doesn't seem, it doesn't seem like lessons are being learned. We, we probably will shit out our way to 60, 70 points this season and probably come close again, but it does feel like we're standing still. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if I can, I've got a season ticket, but you know, if I didn't have a season ticket, I certainly couldn't justify shilling out what upwards of 50, 60 quid once you sort of take into account, you know, food, beer, everything else, um, every other weekend to watch that, because that, that was terrible. Well, hopefully that's my last negative message um, for some time. Come on, you Lions. Cheers, Nick. Hello, Nick. It's Matt Richards here. Um... Just dialing in today, um, driving back from the game. Um, first of all, uh, yeah, going to have to talk about the game, unfortunately. But um, just wanted to talk about um, like the commemoration before the game for John Belson and um, thought he's done really, really well. It was um, so emotional um, seeing James and and John's and John's wife and his and um, James's wife and kids, you know, just seeing them on the pitch, it was just, um, yeah, a really emotional time. And I thought the club did really well um, uh, the way it was done, um, really touching and um, it's a good stuff. Yeah, so that's that's yeah, that's all that's all done, dusted. So let's talk about the game. Um, I mean, if Chat GPT had to create a Millwall game, then that is just your typical. Millwall game, isn't it? You know, packed out crowd, um, expectations. I know the, the loss during the week, but um, you know the win against Borough. Um, new players on the, on the pitch, excited to see them, and then that. You know, it's just first half performance. Just didn't get into it. We sat, we sat back, or we're sitting too far back. Didn't seem, there seemed to be a lack of energy. Um, it's just first half was just really poor. Um, I thought, you know, some of the new players look, were looking quite good. Nisbet looked, you know, he's got some decent touches, but I mean, you can have Harry Kane up front today, and you're never going to score a goal. He never had a sniff. It was just, yeah. The, when we get into the final third, it just wasn't even there. Um, I think in, I think the second half, I think we got a little bit better. We kind of pushed forward a little bit more, um, but it's just sloppy. Sloppy passing, sloppy control, just letting us down. I thought I thought new players looked quite decent. I think it's just the old players exist or existed. Sorry, the the players that were there before 
you know, I'm, I'm not going to dig players out, but, you know, obviously Danny had a poor game. Murray Wallace didn't have a great game either. You know, any, any of the back four, five, sorry. Um, I thought Brian was, he's actually got, he's, he looks decent on the ball, you know, um, and I think that's the difference. If we've got need some decent players that can control, pass the ball, first time as well, because I'm frustrating how many times we have to have two or three touches. And if we play football like that, then, well, the crowd aren't going to put up with it, never mind the results. I mean, the results are the results, and it's early in the season, but it was just um, not good enough. I mean, eight, seventh minute, I think it's a free kick from Sav was the first shot we had on target. Just just not good enough. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think going through the new players, I'd say Brian was he's decent. Um, Denoro, I thought he just could have. I don't know, he seems to be holding back a bit, and whether he's fit or not, I don't know, but he, he, was, he, he wasn't that aggressive into the tackle and stuff like that in the first half. But the second half, I thought he played really well. He's probably our best player, really. He's, he's got good control, touch, and vision. Um, what more couldn't get into the game in the first half? Nobody could get into the game in the first half. And um, an essay made a bit of a difference when he came on, um, and he won the free kick, which Savile, you know, um, had the shot. But, yeah, just... Really poor game, and you know it's just a typical bloody finish, isn't it? I thought there was a foul. I thought I saw some a middle player go down, but you know, it's the sort of thing. Yeah, we're a bit pulled up against. We'll be pulled up on that, won't we? But um, they weren't, and away you go, one nil, Bristol City. So yeah, that's that's it. That's the game. Um, it's early days yet, so I'm not going to get too despondent. But um, I think if we're playing those players. At home, we need to play a different formation. If it's yeah, if I think we've got to be playing, some, we've got to be a bit more positive at home. And whether that is playing, I know it worked for us against Borough the five, but it didn't work today. And if we have to play four at the back, then let's play four at the back. And you know we're going to have to look, I think, in getting a couple of decent loans in as well um, in the next uh, couple of weeks while the window's open as well. So yeah. Poor first home game back at the Den, um, but yeah, let's let's see what happens next week away to Norwich. So thanks, Nick. Come on, you lions. Achtung, Millwall.